Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's Friday, everybody. Yeah, we made it. We made it. The gang is all here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, as we round out the week. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Now, this is a story we didn't even really cover yesterday at all, having to do with. Britney Spears and, uh, you know, a Nickelodeon star of Zoe 101, along with her sister, uh, Alexa Nicholas. Should we get the Cobra Gang together? Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Okay, a lot of you may have come across this story in the context of Britney Spears, but it actually started with a young woman named Alexa Nicholas, who many of you maybe have heard about from uh, what she's been saying about Nickelodeon. Put a pin on that. Mm. Uh, She was a Zoe, uh, the Zoe 101 actress, if you watch that Nickelodeon show. Now, in that show, she co-starred with Jamie Lynn Spears, Mm -hmm. Britney's younger sister. Mm -hmm. And she recounted in a podcast episode uh, interview earlier this week that essentially Britney yelled at her when she was like 12. I think she was 12 at the time that this happened. And she tells a story, and I wanted to play for you. There's about a two and a half minute clip of her on this podcast, but there's swears. And it was this thing where, like, some of the swears were bleeped and some weren't. And I was like, we're not doing this. Yeah, we got to go all or nothing on this one. I My uh, stress levels can't deal with uh, surprise swears. Anyway, in that two and a half-ish, it's almost three-minute clip, Alexa Nicholas recounts this story. Sorry, my mouth is making weird noises. It's okay. You're fine. Can you hear that? I can't really, actually. No. I can hear it because yeah. it's in my head. If For those of you who don't know, I had a dental procedure. Listen to my Dakota dental spot later <laughs> and I'll tell you all the fabulous details. Anyway, I've got an in-between mouth right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to make weird noises. That said, Alexa Nicholas tells this t- tale of Britney Spears at a time when she was nine months pregnant, essentially screaming at her in a trailer mm. as a child. And it was a shocking story. And did she has she talked about this in some other way at some other time? I don't know that. Okay, because it just sounds like there's something about it that sounds familiar to me. And I don't know if she is more getting more specific about it now. And that's uh, because I, I it just something about it sounds familiar. That's okay. all I'm saying. Well, and maybe she's talked about this. I don't know. I uh, didn't realize it until I saw the story telling the tale that she, and then I sat and listened to the like three ish minute explanation. And there was this, uh, there was this story 
on set, I guess, or this idea that Alexa was bullying. Okay. Jamie, Jamie Lynn, Lynn Spears. Okay. I don't know the background. I'm sure she goes into it in further detail, but that's what sort of sets off this um, exchange. And she also, what's interesting is she starts the interview by saying very clearly, Brittany has already apologized for this behavior. And so it's not like she was telling this out of school. And she goes, but what's interesting is that Nickelodeon and the, the woman who's interviewing her is like, did Nickelodeon? Like, has anybody? And she's like, no, nobody has apologized except for Brittany about mm. this exchange. What's interesting about that and why you might think Nickelodeon has some culpability here is because she's a child. Yeah, she's 12. There is a, a talent coordinator who's responsible for the child in the care, like when the child is not in the care of the parent. Mm-hmm. The talent coordinator is supposed to work closely with the parent to make sure the parent is aware at all times where this child is and what the child is doing. Mm-hmm. But the talent coordinator, as Alexa Nicholas, tell, t- Nicholas tells it, uh, lied to her mom to get her to Brittany and Jamie's, well, to get to Jamie's trailer where Brittany was. She thought she told uh, the talent coordinator told Alexa's mom that she was going to hair and makeup and then promptly took her to Brittany and Jamie. Mm-hmm. When Alexa uh, turns around, the guy's gone. The talent coordinator is gone. And she goes into the trailer with Brittany Spears. The door is locked behind her. Mm-mm. And Britney Spears proceeds to chew her out and say, essentially, you're never going to work in this business again. And she tells this like very interesting, like she, she was like, it, it was clear that she was trying to calm herself down because Britney was like rubbing her stomach and like, you know, she's like nine pregnant, months pregnant yeah. at the time. So she's trying to calm herself down, but she's clearly enraged yeah. and clearly like just yelling. And Janie is like in a corner hiding from uh, like not, she doesn't want to be a part of this, even though it's about her. Wow. Right. So mm. she has brought Brittany in, obviously, to speak on to her deal behalf with or this. deal yeah. with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she tells the story, which you you think, and she says, I, you know, I look up to this person and I have for my entire life. So imagine being 12 years old. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden Britney Spears is yelling at you at the top of her lungs. And she said it was just, you know, it it just was crushing to her. So that's the story that she's telling. Yeah. A lot of us, I think learning about it for the first time, I don't know if she's talked about it, like I said before, but um, you might wonder like how Brittany, because we're in an interesting place with yeah, Brittany right we're, now. We're on a journey. And that's why and we started the segment. Women, Brittany is the way we did. Mm-hmm. Right. So you might have questions. I don't know. Well, actually my biggest question is so, so given the fact that, According to Alexa, and I apologize for everybody whose little Amazon device is going on every time we talk about it. Um, But uh, if Britney has apologized privately, it sounds like I do know she also has done something publicly. What what did she say? She did another like run on post with like pages, pages, three pages, in fact explaining what happened Mm -hmm. in the most Britney way that we know her now possible. Okay. What did we learn from it? Well, you know, we don't really learn much other than she is just confirming that she did apologize. And she talks about how she was pregnant at the time. And she talks about like, and I will say Alexa, like from the beginning of the telling 
sort of gives Brittany the grace by saying she was clearly in her own, you know, world of hurt mm-hmm. at that moment and couldn't trust the world around her. So it's kind of like she's forgiving her in that moment. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I totally understand where Brittany was and all this stuff. So she's like aware of that's that. That's remarkable because like that's a traumatic moment for a 12 year old. Yeah. I don't know that I would be able to feel that way, but she's clearly done some work. Is yeah. all I'm trying to say. And I think that's Brittany amazing. reaching out personally, like if this was Brittany's response, first response on Instagram, yeah. I'd be a little concerned. Yeah. But because she's done the work personally behind the scenes, that mm-hmm. makes me feel better about this. In addition to just sort of like accounting for what happened, she does veer into this whole territory of explanation that becomes a little too much like I you know sometimes but again like Britney's in a space and she is given all the details yeah like I would just say you apologized this isn't actually a story about you I mm-hmm. mean I guess it is right because it's not every day that you have Britney Spears yelling at you but I think Alexa's greater story is Nickelodeon right putting a child in a vulnerable position because truly Nickelodeon was responsible for her when she was on set. Yeah. And so, yes, Brittany personally has to account for that, but it sounds like she did. And if she wants to say, you know, because she, you know, Alexa's speaking publicly about it, Brittany's entitled to speak as much or as little as she wants about it. So I like, I give her that grace. She's also dealing with a world of emotions right now, mm-hmm. but it almost comes across like, like, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but, this is why I had to do this to you. And you're like, well, I, you didn't, and that's okay. Right. But you can acknowledge that. Right. So that's interesting because that's kind of, uh, number one, for those who don't know, Alexa Nicholas has been, she's been one of the louder voices mm-hmm. talking about not feeling protected, not not just not feeling protected, not being protected as a child star yeah. by Nickelodeon. She's the one that um, she like staged a protest by herself. Um, like outside with out, a sign. Yeah, with a sign. So like she's one of the, there, and there are, you know, a small collection of voices that are speaking out. I wish it were a larger collection. I'd like to see more people coming forward and talking above ground about like what happened at Nickelodeon when they were child stars. Because they have a huge responsibility to those stars and they definitely mishandled things. I think I, I expected that Britney would do what Britney has done. Yeah. Which is... Again, like you said, she apologized. She did the repair work behind the scenes. We weren't privy to that. But it's more of the same, like, see, everybody, this is the kind of stuff that my awful, terrible, evil family forced me into. And I'm not saying that this is not a valuable part of her personal story and her growth through it. It just is... It it felt like an opportunity for her to pull the focus back to her, her and the conservatorship. Yeah, which, which we can all rationalize. Yeah, but and it's also doesn't. It's not necessarily what Alexa Nicholas is trying to go after, which is also a valuable and important story that needs to be told. Yeah. So it's this weird like tug of war between these two pop culture conflicts that happen to cross over. Yeah, in ab- this moment. Absolutely. And, and the one thing that, uh, you know, we talked about this a little bit uh, before the show. I just hope that Brittany gets to a better place because I think Brittany, it's interesting, the overlap here, <clears throat> because the overlap with Brittany's 
lack of control mm-hmm. and Alexa Nichols Nicholas's lack of control mm-hmm. means they have a shared experience. Right. They were both women in Hollywood who were being controlled. And well, on the part of Alexa, she was a child. Yeah. And Brittany, you know, from the age of being or from her own being a child and being controlled, I think they have a shared experience. Yeah. And I'm sure Jamie Lynn Spears, too. And I don't. I am not deep enough in the story to know how Jamie Lynn Spears has responded because we haven't heard nothing out of her lately because she's been crickets. No, but I do think she writes about her relationship with oh, Al- in her Alexa book? in her book. Okay. Yeah. That's so good to know. I, I'm saying there is a context for it, but she's not speaking out right now. Yeah. But, but I think like more women like this who've had this experience mm-hmm. could be combining their forces to sort of take on toxic Hollywood. Yeah. And this feel doesn't feel like it's a combined force thing. It feels like Not it's like yet, two right? camps kind of arguing their own story. Yeah. Not arguing their own story, but like they're not connecting the, the dots. Still feels like she's on an island. Yeah. Of Britney's trauma, which is fine, but at some point I think she'll go beyond she'll have the opportunity to move beyond that. Hopefully. And I hope she does. Yeah, because I think it could be very helpful, you know, in the same way that Paris Hilton, in the same way that Taylor Swift, in the same way that other women in Hollywood and in the entertainment business have been able to advocate, um, you know, use their own trauma to advocate for others. Right. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all of the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Hi. Hi. Apparently, Keanu Reeves got wind of Matthew Perry's diss. Uh Oh, Oh my God. I thought you were going to say something else. Me too. No, it's a family (laughs) show. Is it? Well... No, it's family. (laughs) Yeah. I'd like to remind you of a little film we filmed. Uh, Thank you. Yes. Uh, Now, Matthew Perry, in his new memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, paraphrasing here, but he lamented the fact that Keanu Reeves became a big star while his friend, the late River Phoenix, did not. And sources at Us Weekly say that Keanu thought that the comments that came out, they were from left field. Yeah. You know, a little shocking. The source adding it's kind of backfired on Matthew anyway, which is why he had to apologize. I mean, yes. Like, it did come out of left field. It was highly inappropriate. And, well, he should apologize. And I also kind of love that Keanu Reeves was like, you know, he didn't try to fight back. He just was like, that came out of nowhere. Weird. And said through sources. Because this isn't Keanu Reeves saying this himself. He's not even going to. Yeah. He's He's on a bench somewhere just contemplating it. Exactly. He's not addressing this directly. Now, Matthew Perry... He clarified his comments to People Magazine saying, I'm actually a big fan of Keanu. I just chose a random name. My mistake. I apologize. I should have used my own name instead. Well, yeah. And maybe an editor could have told you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That was sort of ill-advised, mm-hmm. as they say in the business. Yes. Now, Johnny Depp and Amber heard back in the news, respectively, about how they're living their lives post-trial. Johnny Depp is not dating his lawyer from his UK trial, Joel Rich, 
setting the record straight there. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Now, people confirmed back in September that the two were dating, but the relationship wasn't serious. And now, as he embarks upon his guest stint in Rihanna's uh, Savage Fenty fashion show... I still can't not process that. mm -hmm, He's declaring himself a single man, or at least his people are, Mm -hmm. to the tabloids. Mm. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, I don't have to like it. No. Oh, no, you're not gonna. Yeah. I mean, that's just like get comfortable being uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, Amber Heard's folks want you to know that she's focused on moving forward with her life. You don't mean her parents, actually. No. You mean her people. Yeah, her people. (laughs) It's Friday. Uh Um, I'm tired. Uh, Amber Heard is living in Europe. And she wants to move forward. Yeah, living with her in life. somebody's house, right? Wasn't yeah, she she's living, living in, in some fancy rental. Italian rental yeah. with uh, her lady friend. Yes, exactly. So she's over in Europe. She's residing overseas, as a source tells People mm. Magazine, must and be nice. she's focused on raising her 18-month-old daughter Una, and not paying whatever judgment she's supposed to pay, presumably. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, there. I read something about how that was a very calculated move. Uh, to, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, rid herself of the real estate she may have had a stake in here. Yeah, and to I, protect I'm not some surprised. assets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She spent yeah. the last few months in Europe, and she loves it. She's just able to be a mom there. She's just momming in Europe. Yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna move to Europe too because it's just easier to, you know, mom there. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, people. Oh, let's talk about Prince Harry's upcoming memoir set for release in early January. Uh, Omid Scobie setting the record straight on some of the hot goss surrounding mm. this book. Now we have familiarized ourselves with Omid Scobie because essentially he is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's mouthpiece to the press. Yeah, he ha- yeah, yeah, that's been implied, I think, for a very long time since the initial get out of uh, the royalty free card. Exactly. Now, um, apparently, according to Omid Scobie, calling the book Spare was Prince Harry's idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. I mean, it's a good, it's a great name for a book. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> I know. Well, it's just thanks, you know. Omid. I mean, that was you know <laughs> enlightening. Really yeah. Well, yeah. Omid Scobie said it'll be interesting to see how Spare, which doesn't shy away from specific burdens, describes these moments. Oh, tell me more about the royal burdens. Oh well, the royal burdens mm. being that uh, he had to deal with the, the rules of the British royal family. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's what Omid Scobie yeah. says. I mean, I, I know that I, he's I not forward, delivering the hot goss you want. I look forward to more sparkling insights I just, from Omid Scobie. I actually am getting the impression now that things are kind of tepid in this book. This is why my my uh, my uh, stink eye seems to be coming out in this particular story, because it just doesn't sound like there's going to be a lot of earth shattering stuff. I agree. Yeah. I actually think this has been like a PR tactic all along to make it sound like he's going to drop all these and not that I expected him to say untoward things about people. I think there are some who want to just like, you know, burn it all down when it comes to his, you know, the royal family. And, and I'm I'm not going to argue with those people at all because I don't have a horse in that particular race. But like, I don't think that's what those people are going to. I don't think this memoir is going to feed that. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to try to do this very careful dance wherein he tells things that he thinks the audience wants to hear while at the same time. 
I mean, he's a member of the royal family. Yeah. Well, he's he, not going to burn it all down. Yeah. Well, not only is he, well, he's not a senior member of the royal family, right? Mm-hmm. But he's still entrenched in very mm, powerful global machinations. His dad that, is like, the king. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's. <laughs> well, yeah. He's out of the. He's like taking a break from the business, but mm-hmm. he's still in the family. Well, and he's still in the family, and he still wants people on his side who yeah. are very powerful. They just might not be in, in monarchies. Yeah. 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 Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. When we come back, Holly's going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve in the form of blind items. We're going to do that after this in a segment we call Blinded by the Item on My Talk 107.1. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And uh, we solve those mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We try to solve them in this segment that we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, hot celebrity gossip mysteries. Oh, it's just piping hot. Here's your first one. Maybe it isn't a reality show. If a scene needs 15 takes to get right, the streaming real estate show is so heavy handed. The streaming real estate show. Is that like a, 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 a selling sunset? Netflix. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Selling are people, sunset. Like, are people still watching that? I know that sounds like such a dumb question, but it seemed like we went through an episode of time where everybody was talking about it, like all the stars of that show. And I haven't heard it talked about as much. Well, their publicists must be taking a break. Okay. <laughs> Because the the stars of Selling Sunset are not making tabloid headlines like they used to. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not surprised. It's also apparently not a reality show. Yeah, which well, like I think most reality know. shows, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, another celebrity gossip mystery. This one has been revealed, and this is all the way back from 2017. This is all part of NT Lawyer's anniversary month on Crazy Days and Nights. So let's go back to 2017. And solve this. This former late night actor turned B-plus list mostly movie actor couldn't stop cheating on his wife. Apparently things got out of hand when he started dating an 18 or 19 year old (gasps) college student. Mm. Okay, late night. Say A minus B-plus list. A former late night actor turned B plus list, list. mostly movie actor. And he was cheating on his wife. And then he got frisky with somebody. It's not like Will Ferrell. Too young. No. But somebody in SNL world. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to start throwing names out. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Not him. Not him. Um, Keenan Thompson. No, not he's still, so he's he's moved into acting world. He's moved into acting world, and since 2017, he's become rather successful. So I wouldn't consider him a B plus list actor now. I'd say more A minus. Mm-hmm. Does he have a project currently, like a TV project? Currently, yes. yes. Bill Hader. Oh, I feel yeah. like this sounds familiar. Well, because didn't he just the thing the scan scandal recently was about him and the pitch perfect uh lady person. Um with Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Wasn't that Bill Hader? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and that their relationship, we knew about it as quickly as it went away. Exactly. Yeah. So apparently Bill Hader couldn't stop cheating on his wife. Oops, they got divorced. And apparently things got out of hand when he started dating an 18 or 19 year old college student back in the day. Um, That is awkward. Yeah. All right. Let's let's do another one. Oh, more celebrity gossip mysteries. Um, Here we go. Because of her antics, we're now in thoroughly in 2022. Over the past few days, the ex of this A-list actress from multiple movie franchises wants an investigation conducted by Child Protective Services Mm. to see if she, she should be allowed time with her offspring. Oh. Can you give us the rank of this? Actress person. A minus list actress from multiple movie franchises. So the ex is saying like that she shouldn't be around the kids. Correct. Oh, God. Yeah. Multiple movie franchises. Yes. Who is in what woman is in multiple movie franchises? She's not active in these franchises anymore, but they've been very popular over the past 15 years or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they like Twilighty? They're not Twilighty. Or no. like Harry Pottery? No. Are they superhero-y? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. So okay. that doesn't leave much. Are they hunger gamey? They're not hunger gamey, not based on a book, but okay. based on um one's based on a comic book, one's based on a toy. One's oh, like Toy Story? No. Uh, Mm -hmm. comic book toy well yep so one of each oh my god okay comic book is one of them like ted like the toy bear (laughs) no 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 big franchise the toy one is the bigger franchise and transformers yeah is it megan kelly megan kelly fox Fox, kelly Kelly. megan yes yes machine gun kelly fox yes yeah because of her antics that totally makes sense Uh Mm uh-huh over the past few days brian austin green uh wants an investigation conducted by child protective services to see if megan fox should be allowed time with her offspring thinking this stems from her social media posts and where Machine Gun Kelly snorts a mm, substance mm-hmm. from her boobies yeah. and also posing oh, with God. Machine Gun Kelly in well, he's dressed as a priest and she's I don't know. What I'm she not was really sure what be. she was. OK. Yeah. But she was on a leash. Uh-huh. I can tell you that. It was not appropriate. Yeah, and <laughs> and people got real mad because he I they did like a why. photo shoot where he gave her communion, yeah, and that was not no, well received, and for ugly. so many reasons. Um, interesting. Okay, 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 okay. Got another one. Mm-hmm. All right, another celebrity go- uh, gossip mystery. NT lawyer gets it. Everyone in Hollywood loves taking the shot every week to make you thin. Fine. He says, however, once you get down to skeleton, I don't think you need to take it any longer. Yes, I'm looking at you, former A-list singer slash actress who has a really lucrative side job. Singer slash actress. Is this that um, Reciba or whatever it's called that like 
diabetes drug that apparently all the celebrities are taking. Yeah, that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's called Reciba. But it's something like that. I mean, that sounded like a really good drug name. And if the drug namers are listening, feel free to use Reciba. Ozempic. Ozempic. I can see where you got that. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Uh, But, okay, there's a singer... With a lucrative side gig. Yes. Now, who's a skeleton. Well, this person is making headlines. Um, Traceba. That's what it is. Oh. That's, uh, yeah. Anyway, go on. I knew I had that in my head for a reason. Okay. You were saying, Holly, that this person. Well, this person is making tabloid headlines for their appearance. Oh. You know, concerned fans on social media yeah. making commentary about this person. I'm so concerned. Mm-hmm. You said singer turned actress, right? Yes. <sighs> oh, God. I don't know that I've seen any headlines. Uh, it's not like a Lady Gaga. Uh, it's not a Lady Gaga. Uh, um, like in the same uh, sphere? Uh, no, this person reached the height of their music career in the early 2000s. Oh. Okay. And she has since gone on to act. What kind of acting does she do? Uh, She hasn't done any acting recently. Also, most of her acting was in light comedies in the 2000s. Okay. Light Light comedies. Light comedies. Light comedy movies. And she was a singer first. Mm -hmm. It's not like Queen Latifah. No. And she doesn't really sing much anymore. She doesn't do much of anything, anything? really. I, well, actually, I should say she's busy, busy businessing with her lucrative side oh, gig. Oh, Brandy? Uh, no, okay. What's the lucrative side gig? Maybe that's how oh, we're more like, no. Oh, 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 oh. Who? Mm-hmm. Who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have we talked about her quite a bit on this show, probably at different points? At different points, sure. Uh, did Colleen read her memoir? Yes. Yeah. You know exactly who this is. Yeah. She's I got don't... her own line of clothes, her own line of like handbags. She's blonde. Oh my gosh. Whose memoir did I read? I can't remember. She was married to a guy. They had a show together, a TV show. Oh my gosh. Reality show. Oh my gosh. And I read her memoir. Start, her name starts with a J. June Carter Cash? No. Ooh, I can't. I literally can't find the drawer. Yes, I swear. She liked Chicken of the Sea. Oh, Jessica Simpson. Yes, oh, you got yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So blind item is is that you know anti lawyer gets it. Everyone in Hollywood loves taking. That shot every week, which is actually meant to regulate diabetes, but it's turned out to be Hollywood's hottest new weight loss trend. Fine. But NT Lawyer says, hey, you know, you don't need to do it once you start looking a little skeletal, Oof. which, you know, Jessica Simpson, apparently the the headline on page six this afternoon, Jessica Sparks concern with strange behavior in Pottery Barn ad. So people are kind of taking a look and being like, hey, what's going on? Strange behavior in a Pottery Barn ad. Yep. Okay. That's strange. Well, remember, what was the other ad that we Well, that was, about? she did that. Um, it was an, like an Instagram yeah, but it thing. was for like a thing. Yeah. 
And it was a uh, an yeah, and she could not get the words yeah and out of her like, mouth. Uh, but I can't remember what the product was. Yeah, I don't either. Interesting. Okay, um, well that's sad, but mm. well, moving sad. on. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know, speaking of these blind items and the person we get them from, NT lawyer, we don't know his real identity. However, there is a very real lawsuit that is threatening to expose his identity, and that is actually part of the goal of this lawsuit. Uh, I'll tell you about the lawsuit. I'll tell you what NT Lawyer said to enter into this lawsuit, and uh, we can for sure tell you that we will be following the story to see if we ever get his actual identity. Uh, We'll tell you all about that when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. If you're looking for integrity uh, integrity in real estate, it is time to make your move to the Snyder team with eXp Realty. And if you make your move to the Snyder team, they can feature your home, like Snyder team member Claire's new listing at 244 South Star Avenue. That's just walking distance to downtown Richmond. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath, gorgeous original hardwood throughout, granite countertops, stainless steel appliances. A couple of things that make this listing really unique, it's extra large two-car garage, detached carriage house, where you could create your custom she shed or man cave. The Snyder team goes above and beyond to promote their listings. Make sure uh, that you, when you're ready to make your move, make your move to the Snyder team. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home, make your move to the Snyder team today by heading to the SnyderTeam.com. You're going to love Jennifer. You're going to love Bob, the whole Snyder team. Again, when you're ready to make your move, make your move to the Snyder team at the SnyderTeam.com. Hi. Hi. Happy Friday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And I would say it's not really actually a very happy day for somebody that we know as NT Lawyer. Mm. Because uh, Diana Jenkins, who's a real housewife of Beverly Hills star, is suing NT Lawyer over some things that he has written on his. Very popular blind item website that we source our blind items from, crazydaysandnights.net. Yeah. Okay, so... So tell us a story. Yeah, Where did this so all go down? I'll tell you kind of what this is all about, but then I want to also like circle back to what we know of NT Lawyer, which is not much, but more than some. Uh, okay, so Diana Jenkins, again, from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, has filed a def- defamation suit. And this actually happened on Wednesday um, against... NT lawyer. That is the moniker of the owner of crazydaysandnights.net. Um, the lawsuit's chief, like, initial goal is to unmask the identity of NT lawyer. Okay. So, first of all, to take his identity out into the public so that they can name him in the, in this lawsuit. Yeah. Um, she alleges that she's been targeted by NT lawyer in crazydaysandnights.net since 2012 uh, and falsely portrayed as a celebrity madam, as well as being linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. And she says none of this is true and it is all unfounded. There's nothing. Um, there's no evidence to support that claim. And I will say this is not a particular line that we've ever talked about, probably because, mm-hmm. or at least I should say noticed. We talk, we don't talk about it because I will say the, like, there's pieces of empty lawyers and we can just rip this bandaid off. There are parts of that website we don't 
indulge because mm-hmm. it's just a dark internet conspiracy place. Um, but also, we're not connected to the Real Housewives. Like that's not our lane. So I haven't mm-hmm. even noticed this particular storyline. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't spend time at at the site. Yeah. Um, my only engagement with it is what yeah. uh, Holly or you select when we do yeah. blind items. Um, so I'm just not aware of that storyline, but I'm not surprised because it sounds very much like an anti-lawyer uh, narrative. Well, and what's interesting about it is what it uh, reminded me of is we had questions and when anti-lawyer was on the show. We yeah. had questions for him about... How? The man who says he was, because for all we know, he right? wasn't. I don't know, but yes. It sounded like <laughs> the person that we hear on yeah, the podcast. Exactly. Um, but that we had questions about how he can do what he does, meaning how can he reveal these secrets about certain celebrities, and some of them even attach actual names to them um, that he provides and get away with it without getting sued for defamation. And I don't know if Icarus just flew too close to the sun with this one. Yeah. Um, but he really felt like, uh, if I remember correctly, one of the things he said, especially with the bigger celebrities, like for them to concern themselves with what he was saying would be almost like a, a tacit acknowledgement of the claims as though there were maybe some truth to them that they were trying to hide. So it was better for them to ignore it. But this is like a a real, I don't know, this isn't even one of the top Real Housewife names that I know. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know if she just, clearly this has had an effect on her and her career. And I imagine that this is, I mean, this to me, this case shows, illustrates the power that blind items have have begun to provide or begun to ex- ex- uh, exhibit. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Expose? No, the the power that they actually express. Like they have the ability, the power mm. um, to to catch people's attention in a way. It used to be very much a sort of like fringe, yeah, part of the internet. Mm-hmm. And because of a number of things, Me Too. Uh, COVID mm-hmm. blind items have sort of taken off as uh, a storytelling device. Mm-hmm. And consequently, it does not surprise me that somebody is finally calling him out for this because, you know, when you do say these things, like, you know, like we bend over backwards constantly to be like, you know, it's gossip, it's alleged, whatever. Um, but more and more people are paying attention to that in a way they haven't. And so this case just shows to me the power of blind items in our pop culture at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure there'll, there will be more. Absolutely. And, and probably coming from the same sort of pool of mid range celebrities who are aware of what has been said, especially some of these more, out, I'm going to just say outlandish claims. I mean, yeah. I can't, I don't know how true any of this is, but I do know it seems pretty sensational. Yeah. Um, the things that he has claimed about her, that she, you know, runs a uh, sex trafficking ring. I mean, that's big. That's a big accusation yeah. to make of somebody. And so there are, you know, there are, he has some of those types of blind items well, that we usually, like you said, don't 
even go near. Well, there's a lot of conspiratorial ones that I just don't want to go down because a, I, like again for us, the fun is in the art of the solving a mystery. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we take a lot of this seriously. Mm-mm. There is a part we do take seriously because I think there is a part of the website that is like, I think he does have access to actual information, but it's, you know, there's this whole other world that sort of goes on where you're like, I don't even know where he's coming up with this, but that doesn't mean that he shouldn't be responsible for right. the information that he's publishing. Either. Right. And and what they're seeking to do is expose his identity. And I think that will be interesting to yeah. us, but it will be also interesting to see what happens to these blind items. Absolutely. All right. When we come back, we'll tell you what we're talking about later. Bye.